Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. It's time for the latest buzz on pets from around the corner, down the block, and across the world with award-winning journalist, author, speaker, educator, and host, Arden Moore. Arden has twice been named by Oprah Winfrey as one of her top three pet hosts. And just this past year, the Cat Writers Association awarded Arden the coveted President's Award, given exclusively to the best of the best. Arden is driven to live her motto, bringing out the best in pets and their people. So, snug up with your favorite fur baby because it's time for another episode of Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life. And we'd like to thank our sponsors this week, Tevra Pet, for a happier and healthier pet. Online at tevrapet.com. That's T-E-V-R-A pet.com. And Furniture Cat Furniture. Quality cat furniture online at furniture.com. That's P U R R N I T U R E.com. Pause up, pet pals. Welcome to Arden Moore's Four Legged Life Show. Yep, I'm your host, Arden Moore. We're starting our show today by addressing a pet issue that starts with a capital A for allergies. And later in the show, we're going to head to Omaha, Nebraska. We're going to talk with a pair of pet leaders. But first up, our dogs and cats can develop allergies to many things. To help us get a better understanding is a rising star in the veterinary world. Please give pause and applause to Dr. Azaza Glass. (laughs) Welcome to the show, Dr. A. You're an A, too. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Thank you for having me. I'm I'm happy to meet both of you. Yes, uh, for the people on YouTube, my cat, pet safety cat Casey, is mesmerized by the good veterinarian and decided to make sure I'm doing this show properly. So thank you, Casey. You operate a mobile veterinary practice, personal touch veterinary clinic in Houston. Yes, and you're an expert veterinarian for Fresh Pet. And yes, I think you've right. appeared on some television shows too, correct? Yes, I have. Uh, my first foray into television was when I was still in vet school and I was on a show called Vet School on Nat Geo Wild. And the latest one is Roman to the Rescue, which is on Hulu and Disney. All right. So do you sleep? That's <laughs> not as much as I would like. I tell <laughs> whenever people ask me what are my favorite hobbies, I always throw in sleep. <laughs> I like that. So let's just dive in. We're it's it's the spring. Uh, flowers are blooming. Uh, there's some people, you know, myths and misconceptions about allergies, but dogs and cats can get allergies, correct? Yes, and a lot of times, dogs and cats can their allergy symptoms will even mimic what we have, whether it's sneezing, coughing, itchy skin, watery eyes, runny nose. 
and they can have similar allergies, even like environmental allergies. There are some dogs that are allergic to hay, to dust mites. There are some dogs that are even allergic to grass, believe it or not. (laughs) Um, And one of the things that is a little bit more difficult to determine would be the food allergies. Um, and there's a lot of client education that comes into play when it comes um, for food allergies in particular. Yeah, let's let's talk about food and then we'll go into things outside and, and the dust that we forgot to dust our, our furniture. And now our dog is sneezing. But I, I have found that sometimes we think we're going to switch a diet or we add a new food. There's got to be a safe way to do it because maybe they have an allergy to that particular food. Right. And so whenever you are introducing a new diet to your pet's um, daily routine, we always recommend to slowly transition them to the new food. So if you do something abruptly, uh like they've been on this particular diet for seven years and then (laughs) you you just switch to a new diet cold turkey, a lot of times it will cause indigestion. It will cause diarrhea. It will cause vomiting or stomach aches. So we typically tell folks to transition slowly over a period of five to seven days. And that means it's just slowly introducing a little bit more food. So if you have- It's called, um, is it the 333 plan? Do you know what that is? If you mean um, introducing a little bit more food every three days, then yes, that's correct. So I tell people, let's say that you have uh, a cup of food, you're going to do one quarter of a cup of the new food for three days, then a half and a half for the next three days, and then three quarters of the new food and one quarter of the old. And that way you're slowly acclimating the body system into the new diet. But when it comes to food allergies in particular, Most people think that it's the grain and it's not. Most dogs are actually allergic to the protein source. And that's why it's very important to keep track of what your dog is actually eating if you are considering a food allergy. And tell people, once again, think about human terms or human um, experiences. So if you have someone who is has a peanut allergy, right? Anything whether it's fried in peanut oil or it's peanut dust. For some people, even being on a plane can be dangerous because you wow. typically get peanuts on the plane. Uh, so all those different things, apply it to how you will approach a food allergy for your dog. So that includes your treats, sometimes even the flea and heartworm preventative because they typically have flavorings in it. And I have, it's rare, but I have had a couple of dogs that will flare up because of that treat. That's one of the reasons why I like Fresh Pet. Fresh Pet is a gently steamed food and it's clearly labeled what proteins are on there. So there is no question. If you're trying to avoid chicken, then if it is a, a, a chicken or multi-protein diet, you can obviously see it. And there's not going to be any hidden like yeah. chicken cornmeal, brown meal, all the other kind of stuff. No, I like that. Now you have a personal dog. Is your dog named Max? No, so I, so he's not my personal dog. Oh, he is my dog. media partner, I should say. Oh, and unfortunately, media mutt mate. Okay. Yes, okay. yes. So I mean, Max is a uh, or was because he unfortunately passed away um, uh, last year. 
but uh, he lived to, I want to say 15, 16. So he had a good, good life nice, for a college nice. spaniel, for sure. Yeah, um, I saw but a little segment with you with him and you were feeding him fresh pet. Yes, yes. And he 16 is good. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And uh, Max was very good whenever it came to camera or on camera work. He would, it's almost as though as soon as he heard action, he knew that he was, <laughs> he was on display on stage and he showed up and showed out every single time. People who are interviewing me are a little disappointed if I show up to the studio without Max. <laughs> Aww, but that's okay. Max is having, he's giving you pause and applause. Do yes. you have any personal pets yourself? I don't. I don't. I have um, almost adopted a couple of pets and um, my son just turned three. So I'm waiting for him to get bigger so that he can understand the dog's boundaries nice. uh, and also have the responsibility yeah. to or understand the responsibility of taking care uh, of a pet. Okay. So it seems like, you know, it, you went, you graduated from Cornell, kudos. Um, that's a great school. You, it, it, you have to be like a pet detective as a veterinarian, don't you? Trying to pinpoint what is the allergen that's causing these symptoms. That's Absolutely. A challenge. Yeah. Yeah. So it really is. And it's so funny because I grew up loving Nancy Drew and, uh, watch, oh. and reading all the books. And then I got into Hardy Boys and then they... The Hardy Boys and Nancy Drew Super Mysteries when they team oh up God. together. <laughs> it's a huge fan. So it is kind of fun that I get to play detective on a daily basis. And this time it's with disease. When it comes to something like allergies, unfortunately, I tell my clients this is, unless it's cut and dry like a flea allergy, uh, a lot of times if you want to find out what the actual cause of the allergy is and not just treat the symptoms, we're going to take, it's going to take some time. It's going to be some trial and error. We're going to have to do some in-home experiments. And unfortunately, that is not going to happen over the course of a week. A lot of times it happens over the course of months. So yeah, it's, so it can be frustrating. Right. Yes, it right. can be frustrating, especially because if the dog is very itchy um, or mm -hmm. sneezing a whole lot, especially if it's, involving the skin. The skin is a very visible part of our pet. It's in your face. We're speaking with uh, Dr. Aziza Glass. She's with uh, Fresh Pet. She has her own practice in the Houston area. It is called Personal Touch Veterinary Clinic. It's a mobile service. Uh, we're going to find out more from the good doctor after we take this break. So you know the drill. Sit, stay. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life Show. Yep, it's me, Arden Moore. I'm having a good time talking to Dr. Aziza Glass, and she knows allergies. She knows pets. I have to ask before we continue on allergies, because I found this curious little uh, tidbit about you. You once dewormed a camel? I did. That's probably the most, quote-unquote, exotic animal I ever worked on. Uh, and it was... It was a lot of fun. Uh, I can't remember his name, but he was actually a pet. And oh he was a year. I think he was 
a year or less than two years old for sure. And he was already towering over me. Oh, just oh be and still be like a, a kid camel. <laughs> so it was <laughs> it was a lot of fun. I was so nervous that he was gonna spit on me or like some other stuff <laughs> that you hear about camels and llamas, where, but he did it. Where was huh? this? Where oh, was this was this? still in upstate New York. This was in Ithaca. And the wow. owner of the camel it actually has a long history of working with the vet school. Whenever there's open house, she'll bring one of the camels so that the people from the community get to see the camel up close. And so I ended up going onto her property and doing essentially a, a large animal house call. And I got to meet him and meet this baby camel who was still twice as big as me. <laughs> Is there some tips we can do? inside the house to make it not so full of pollen and dust. I'm not making everybody suddenly pass military inspection for cleanliness, but do you have any <laughs> tips on how we can reduce that sort of thing that could make pets allergic and sneeze? Yeah. So I would say to uh, talk with a veterinarian to see if y'all have been able to kind of figure out what it is. Um, the next thing is to try to keep the allergens down as much as possible. So that includes if you have a uh, HVAC system or an AC system, yeah. making sure that you have uh, clean filters. You can also get filters that uh, are, a, I guess you can say, higher grade. So they are designed like a HEPA filter. They're designed yeah. to remove allergens from the air. So in that way, it's doing it for you. The other thing is to vacuum regularly. So especially if your pets are allergic to dust or dust mites, making sure that it is vacuumed, that you change out the filters on those vacuums as well. And there are some people who will take it even a step further and get actual filters for their house. Um, uh, I guess you can say they're like their own standalone filters that you could put or a filter system, air, air filter system that you could put in a room in a particular room or something like that. I actually got that for myself. Uh, we recently yeah. moved into a new town home and I felt as though we were getting a little too stuffy nose. Oh yeah. And so I said, you know, let's just go on and get these filters and we put them there and it's, and it's helped. So if it helps for the humans, it's going to help you for your pets because they still have lungs, they still have nose, <laughs> and they still have an immune system. <laughs> yeah, I know dogs and cats come in all different kinds of coats, but what about even just kind of running a damp towel over their coats, you know, to maybe get some of the pollens out? Is that okay to do or what's your take on that? Yeah, that is okay to do. But another thing is I would say, depending on the type of coat, making sure that they're groomed regularly. Um, and that's going to also help. If Even if you have some pet parents that are allergic to certain dogs, if you actually keep their coat and, um, and you're able to groom them on a regular basis, that'll reduce the dog allergens too in the house. And what I like about you is, yes, you you have your AVMA, you know, DVM degree, but you've been um, also, you're a member of the American Academy of, of uh, Veterinary Acupuncture Society and the traditional Chinese veterinary medicine. So you're sort of an integrative veterinarian. Yes, true? that is actually my specialty. I really 
enjoy integrative medicine. I think that there is good pros and cons to both styles of medicine. And I like being able to put them together to make a more, I guess you can say robust, um, creative treatment plan that's very tailored to the individual pet. So give me an example of maybe something from the Eastern medicine world that might be helpful for um, pets dealing with uh, allergies. Oh, absolutely. So let's say, for instance, uh, we have a pet that has a history of, we'll, we'll talk about food, that has a history of food allergies. It presents in um, chronic diarrhea. That's not oh, yeah. necessarily bad, but it's, <laughs> no, you but, know, it's yeah. not, it makes it a little difficult to pick up, you know, kind of yeah. thing, which is not what <laughs> parents appreciate. So yeah. when I see the pet, I'm going to do my physical exam. I'm still going to do whatever blood work I think is necessarily or fecal test with whatever is necessary. That's what the, where the standard or conventional or Western medicine comes into play. Um, but when it comes to the treatment, depending on what the results are of the different tests, I will say, let's do a trial of a different protein diet. So if they've normally been on chicken, then I'll, for instance, mention fresh pets, um, bison and beef recipe, okay. or That's they have a, novel a protein. Yeah, exactly. Good. A novel protein, a protein that they may not have ever been introduced uh, to before. And that is, I'm going to get that information from the history taking, from asking those questions to the pet parent all throughout that exam. Um, and maybe even before I start the physical exam. Or I might even try a fish diet, like fresh pet salmon recipe. They also have a ocean white fish recipe You're as me well. Hungry. You know that, right? You're making yeah. me hungry. Go ahead. <laughs> I know. And you know, some of the recipes, like when you actually look at it, like this sounds pretty good. Even some of their treats. The yeah. like I eat turkey bacon and they have turkey bacon um, treats for the <laughs> So sometimes I get a little tempted, but then I remember this is for the dog. Uh, okay. So uh, I may recommend that for the diet part. And then for the acupuncture part, I might use certain acupuncture points that are very specific to helping for diarrhea uh, so that it helps to clear up the diarrhea quicker. And while, so that takes care of the symptoms, whereas the food change like is going to take care of the underlying cause. And then we kind of wait and see how the pet responds. So that's one of the ways that I would do some integrative medicine. How do people find out more about you? So they can find out more about me by literally Googling me, um, Aziza Glass, or on my social media. It's for all the platforms. It's at Aziza Glass. And another thing, we didn't quite talk about it, but Personal Touch Veterinary Clinic is something that I own for a while, for many, for several years. But I'm actually in the process of opening a brand new clinic. So oh. Personal Touch will essentially be absorbed and it's called Calm. C-A-W-L-M, or Complete Animal Wellness and Longevity Medispa. So it is a veterinary oh. clinic that is specializing and focusing on integrative medicine. We all be in the museum in the district in, in, in the Houston area, so, in the museum district. Tell you what, when you get six months in, will you tap me on the shoulder and we'll have you back on? Absolutely. All right. Hey, everybody, please give pause and applause to Dr. Aziza Glass, uh, she is an up-and-comer in the world of integrative veterinary medicine. 
And we're going to take a quick ba- uh, break right now and uh, have our next guest on. So sit, stay. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life Show. Yep, I'm your host, Arden Moore. Hey, our next guests are really making life safer, happier, and better for pets in Omaha, Nebraska. Please welcome to the show, Kristen Hosefall. She is the organizer for the Omaha Area Pet Sitters and Jessica Gleason, co-owner of Pups with a Purpose. Welcome, welcome, ladies. Thank you. Thank you. We have to confess, we all know each other. Let's start with uh, Kristen. Way back in probably the fall of 2022, I, I get this email. You introducing yourself. Bring everybody up to speed. How does Arden Moore know Jessica Gleason and Christine Hosefall? And we weren't in prison together. So take <laughs> it away. <laughs> um, back in uh, the summer months and the fall months, we were looking for someone to teach our pet sitters first aid and CPR in person. In the state of Nebraska, there's not anybody that we could find that was willing to come do it. And we got connected with Allison from Allison Helps Cats in Lincoln, who then connected us with you, Arden, and it's all uphill from there. (laughs) (laughs) So my team, Pet Safety Dog Kona and Pet Safety Cat Casey and I drove over 700 miles from Dallas to Omaha. And we were very honored to teach several classes in pet first aid with you all and also pet behavior talk. So we want to thank you because it was a fun road trip. And we got to do it at a place called Pups with a Purpose. Mm -hmm. And Jessica, tell people what that is because I was very, I had canine envy the first time I put my first (laughs) foot in the door. Yeah. So Pups with a Purpose is a dog training company in Omaha. um, And we specialize in training therapy dogs, not therapy cats yet, but (laughs) therapy dogs. Casey will come help you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So um, we also do classes and we have a doggy daycare. So um, Kristen and I um, have known each other just Um, because we're both in the dog industry and she reached out and asked if we could host um, CPR classes here. And I was so excited that it, A, there was someone um, that we could take classes from and B, that I could be a part of it. So. Oh, you were great. So how far back do you go, Kristen? How did you guys hook up as friends in the world of dogs? Oh gosh. How old is, how old is Raleigh now? He is seven. So five years ago now, I think nice. maybe, maybe even a little bit longer. I, I like how Six. you do this. You, you subtract, <laughs> is that a dog or a child? Yeah, it's a dog. <laughs> it's a dog. Okay. Um, yeah. Jessica and I both went through the same um, dog training program oh, um, with okay. our personal dogs. Mm-hmm. And then on my end, I kind of became like a, an apprentice by proxy. <laughs> I didn't actually complete the apprentice program with that specific dog trainer, but, um, Jessica, I think you did. I did. Mm -hmm. Um, 
but we are both, we were both kind of mentored by the same dog trainer as we got started with our businesses. Jessica went the dog training route. I went the pet sitting route and it's been nice having that team that we just back each other up. Yeah. Wholeheartedly. So if you were trying to explain Omaha area pet sitters, it's my understanding that, um, I know on your website, everybody's going to dash over to it. You've got over uh, 1.2 thousand uh, followers, but you're kind of a, it says it's a client connection service with more than 70 independently owned and operated pet sitting companies in Omaha area. Tell us a little bit about what your job is. You're like the ringmaster. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So I started Omaha area pet sitters last year, um, almost exactly a year ago. Um, and I basically started it to get connected with other pet sitters in the area because I no longer had room in my schedule for new clients. And I wanted people that I could trust to refer clients to also to have that backup. If I ever needed to take some time off, um, as a solo sitter, that's, that can get really difficult sometimes. Um, and the sitters that I was using were all getting full too. So we were kind of running into a wall where we had no one to refer to, even though we knew there was a ton of people out there. Yeah. It's hard to be like, I wholeheartedly trust you with my clients kind of thing. Right. Um, so I started it basically as like a, I don't know, like it was just like a sitter group at first. So it was okay. just, it was just sitters. And as it grew, I kind of realized that there were things that I was aware of that they were not aware of in the pet sitting industry, as far as um, different technology that we can use, different products, um, different educational options. Um, so it was kind of, it kind of became my goal to bring that continuing education to the sitters of Omaha. Um, so build it, they will come. Yes. <laughs> Essentially that is what has happened. Um, <laughs> and the then all you friends in Iowa, sorry. For the movie. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, we, so as we grew, I realized that we could use this network to help the community as well. Um, so we started out by having a big pet sitting network meeting that we hosted at. How long ago was this that you created Omaha area pet sitters? I know that it's been five years based on your dog that you've been with Jessica, but um, <laughs> as friends. Um, only a year. Really? Yeah. All right. So here's one thing I want to delve in because we're <laughs> going to talk about some things that you guys do in the community. But what were you doing before this? Were you a brain surgeon? What were you doing, <laughs> Kristen? Um, before doing this, uh, before starting this network, um, I was just a solo full-time pet sitter um, running my <laughs> own business. And then I also host bar trivia and I also own a small oh. baking business. <laughs> Excuse me. You said, <laughs> what was this? What was the second one? And watch the dog surf- counter surfing behind you. Oh, Gracie. <laughs> um, yeah, there's a bag of treats back there. <laughs> um, I host bar trivia. Nice. Nice. Yeah. All right. Well, um, and how about um, you, Jessica? I know you and your husband, Nate, own Pups with a Purpose. Mm-hmm. How long have you been in the dog world? What were you doing prior to this? And this is kind of a cool center and it's not that old. Yeah. So, um, I worked in, uh, the nonprofit 
realm before this, um, working with at-risk children, um, teaching social skills. Yeah. So, um, um, I like to say I got my, um, uh, my start in behavior modification, um, working with kids. <laughs> it's, funny though. <laughs> it's, it's funny but, though, because um, Jessica and I actually did the same thing. Oh yeah. <laughs> Prior to getting into dogs, I also worked times. at the same place, but we were at separate times. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It was yeah. fate that you guys were going to get together with the love of dogs. Yeah. yeah. Keep going. So <laughs> you and your husband, how long has Pups with a Purpose been around? Yeah. So, um, I adopted my dog Stanley in 2018 and he showed a, um, um, a sensitivity to people's emotions. And so I, um, having a background in mental health, wanted to help people and, um, alongside side, my dog would be an extra bonus. So we got certified as a therapy dog team in 2018. Okay. And I quickly oh, noticed nice. that there was a need in Omaha to help people also become certified. So I started Pups with a Purpose in 2019. Um, and we opened our facility, um, last fall in 2020 in, uh, yeah, 2022. How, so how big is this place? It, it was pretty big. Yeah. 40, 4,700 square feet. So, wow. Yeah. That's a lot of dog hair to vacuum. It is. It is a lot of vacuuming. <laughs> hey, um, we're speaking with uh, Kristen Olzoffel <laughs> and Jessica Gleason, uh, two uh, movers and shakers for dogs that wag tails in Omaha. We're going to plunge into some of the things that they're doing to bring out the best in pets after we take this break. So, you know the drill. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life Show. I'm your host, Arden Moore. I've got two dynamos from Omaha, Nebraska. Uh, I'm going to go with Jessica Gleason of Pups with a Purpose and Kristen Ozafel from Omaha Area Pet Sitters. So as looking, I mean, I was honored that you brought me to Omaha with Kona and Casey to teach pet first aid, but you guys didn't just sit back and take a little coffee break. Um, I'm looking at on May 20th, are you organizing a dog prom? Or uh, no, that's a business here in Omaha, the Omaha Dog Bar. They're hosting oh. dog prom this year. So part of your role, Kristen, is to give shout outs about dog and, and other pet activities right mm -hmm. going on in the Omaha area. Yeah. Really, a dog prom. Do they get a corsage or do they just <laughs> get you know, a meaty treat? I honestly can't say that I've ever been if they've done it in the past. So I'm not entirely sure what it all entails, but I do think dogs dress up. Yeah, I do yeah. believe that happens. <laughs> well, and speaking of dressing up at Pups with a Purpose, I love when dogs graduate. There's mortarboards. <laughs> What's going on there, Jessica? 
Yeah, we we like to celebrate these dogs and people's wins. So we like to do graduation up. And my puppy trainers, they love to get creative. So they do little hats and we have a sign and you get certificates. So it's it's just fun. We love to celebrate. So that's right. So one of your more uh favorite uh classes, um there there I saw there was an egg relay race with pets, with a leash, with a person outdoors. I love that idea. Tell us what, what that, what's the purpose of it? Yeah. So that would be one of our advanced classes and, um, and we, um, yes. So we know that people (laughs) and dogs can be inherently competitive. So in order to keep people um, practicing at home, we do relay races and competitions. Um, So that specific one was um, with, um, the goal was that your dog was walking nicely, loose on the leash next to you while the human is holding a spoon with an egg in it. And if you drop the egg, then you're out. So, so fun. Distance do they have to walk? I think it was about 10 to 15 feet. So not too far, but yeah, we had, they got into it. The people really (laughs) got into it. (laughs) Well, you said you're, you're uh, one of your other classes. That's pretty popular. It's called puppy socials. What is that? Yeah. So our puppy socials class is, um, for dogs under six months old and it's, um, it's just a puppy play hour. So, um, uh, a lot of our obedience classes focus on the relationship between the handler and the dog. And so we wanted to give a whole separate class dedicated to dogs learning about play and socialization from each other. So that is the It's so fun to watch the puppies, um, especially the shy puppies come out of their shells. Um, How do you help a shy puppy out of their shell? What's a tip you can give our listeners? Yeah. So, um, it helps if you, um, if you buddy up with a more confident dog. So, and then we let them sometimes depending on the dog, we just let them hang out and watch and they get to see all these other dogs have fun, meet friends, and then they might try to make a friend with one dog. And so we'll let them, you know, go in a corner and, uh, get to know each other and play and bounce. Exchange P-mail. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And then by the next (laughs) class, they're romping around and spinning and, and, um, you know, doing all, all the tricks and things. So we just give them space to kind of check things out. We don't rush, rush into the play. So I like that. And for those of you uh, watching this on uh, YouTube, uh, who's giving you a kiss on the, on the cheek, um, Kristen? (laughs) This is Gracie. <laughs> and what's Gracie's 411? Gracie, um, she is a therapy dog, and eventually I'll be able to handle her. <laughs> and we'll be joining pups with a purpose and doing fun activities with them. Um, but right now she's just the um, Omaha Area Pet Sitters spokes dog. <laughs> and what kind of dog is she? How old is she? She's a three-year-old uh, golden doodle. And how did you get her? Um, she actually came from a client. Mm-hmm. who um who passed away and gracie was left to us so well she loves you i can see the energy <laughs> I can see the energy what is something uh jessica that dogs have done to you and then i'm going to ask Kristen to make you a better human oh that's a good question um i would say um 
that dogs have taught me so many things. Um, but really that consistency is more important than anything else. So you can teach a dog, um, something, um, but you're going to have to consistently reinforce that and consistently practice it in order for it to, um, in order for that dog to learn. And then in order for that skill to count when you want it to, um, so consistency and, and preparation. And so I try to take that into my daily life outside of dogs too. The other thing I hear from you is that you spend time quietly observing the dogs and their interactions. And, and I noticed when I met you, you pay attention to others around you. So maybe that's a skill you picked up too. You, you, you don't just talk, you watch and then speak with a purpose. Yes. Yep. (laughs) I like that. So in Omaha, I just got to stay for like five days but there is the inner rail. It's an area that used to be a racetrack or something and very pet friendly. I'll start with Kristen first. What, what is the flavor for dogs, cats in, in Omaha? What's give us a some examples that make it like a nice place to be a dog or a cat. Oh, it's, it's huge. Um, the pet population in Omaha is ridiculous. Um, which why is why I thought it was so important to, kind of build this sitter client connection service because people all over Omaha are always looking for sitters. Um, but like, I mean, we have dog parks popping up all over the place. Um, anytime they build like a new big area, there's almost always a dog park in it at this point. Nice. That's nice um, to know. Yeah. Um, most apartment buildings that allow dogs, um, have dog parks in them as well. Um, which is a huge thing um, because that's not all that hasn't always been the case. And I think a lot of dog friendly eateries too. I mean, outside Mm -hmm. of course, when the weather isn't wacky. (laughs) Yeah. And there's also a few breweries around Omaha that don't serve food that, uh, that do allow dogs to be inside. Oh, nice. Yeah. How about for, for you, Jessica, what are some dog perks of being in Omaha and what is something you want to do maybe at Pups with a Purpose to expand some other options going down the, down the trail? Yeah, I think Omaha um, is, there are a lot of dogs and that has, um, so that there's a lot of demand here and we have um, a lot of, we have a huge pet professional network, which is really yes. cool. Um, so our uh puppy parents and, and, and pet parents, um, really do have so many options to find professionals that fit within, um, um, that will work with them and, and, and on things that they want to see. So, um, I really, yeah, it's just really cool to see, you know, we have Facebook groups and people will be like, Oh, I need this. And, and there's so many recommendations under each one of those, um, posts. It's a very pet welcoming place. I can attest to it. Bring <laughs> pet safety dog, Kona and pet safety cat Casey there. I can't believe it's the shows. That's it. I mean, the time goes by so fast. <laughs> I do want at this time to give a big pause up to our special guests. We first up had Dr. Azaza glass And from Omaha, we had uh, Kristen and Jessica, Omaha area pet sitters on Facebook. 
And pupswiththepurpose.com is the website and also the same Facebook. Is that correct, Jessica? Yep, that's correct. I also want to give a shout out to our wonderful sponsors. We have a Perniture Furniture Store in Minnesota and Tevra, the makers of products for happy, healthy pets. Perniture.com and TevraPet.com. If you're at TevraPet.com, Arden23 at checkout. And you earn a special treat for your pet from them. Yay! Um, also, big thanks to all you radio stations, coast to coast, airing our show. And a big thank you to all you pet pals for tuning in. And until next time, this is your host, Arden Moore, saying to all you two, three, and four-leggers out there, pause up! Thanks for listening to this episode of Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life. For more information about the host, to listen to past programs, and watch full-length video versions of our guest interviews, our website is fourleggedlife.com. That's fourleggedlife.com. And have a pawsome week.